Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Turn with me to Mark chapter 4. How many got that last night? Did you get that last night? Did you get that? Don't forget, get the book, go get the digital download, do all that. It's the best thing in the world for you. Did you feel that? I like the anointing. So I say, well, what in the world does God want to bless me for? Because you're his kid. said, I've never seen this righteous forsaken. I've never seen his seed begging for bed. Remember last night? Some of you watched it? Let's look at Luke 17, 6 first. I changed my mind. These are principles. Get out your pen and paper. I'm going to stay in this pocket for about a good 45 minutes or so. Go to Luke 17, 6. Write these down. You better, these are the principles. Now, let's, let me explain something to you. You're not going to get around these principles. These principles have been working from the beginning of time. You have to put them to work. And truth is timeless. Truth is matchless. Truth is ageless. It's the truth. New level, new level revelation is not going to be something new. New revelation is going to be this. It's revelations of things of old. God ain't never, God ain't never done nothing. God ain't, God ain't doing nothing new. You know what I'm saying? Are you pulling this in? God ain't doing nothing new. His new mercy is new every day, but he ain't doing nothing new. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And like God's showing up with a new version. You know, it's like it ain't going to be God, you know, 6.0, 7.0. He ain't like an iPhone. God 12. Coming out, 42 cameras. No. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. You understand? This is the problem. Church is always looking for something new because they can't be disciplined in what was old. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to talk real slow. The church cannot be disciplined in what was old, so therefore it's always looking for something new. Forget about new. There ain't nothing new with the gospel. Pulling this in? You want it? You really want it? This is how you get it. This is how you get it. You learn the principles of it, and you start applying it. Because everybody wants it. What's the easy way? There ain't no easy way around it. You got you to gotta put the spiritual growth aspects together. So look right here. Luke 17, 6. I'm funny. Come on now. And he said what? If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, put it in. He's not talking about the size of the faith. He said this. You might say. Unto the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted to see, and it shall obey you. Here's what he said. Don't worry about the size of your faith. Come on. Just know that faith needs to speak. The level of your speaking is revealing sometimes the level of your faith. Because if you ain't, if faith isn't moving your mouth, it ain't moving nothing else in your life. So where is the volume of faith coming out of your mouth? Very, very important. That's what we got to get an understanding because faith is the substance of things, and these things created the world that we live in, and words are the substance that created the things around us. So we're not going to go fast. We're going to go slow, but I need you to see this, okay? Very, very important. Faith is formed first in your mouth, and then it's released. The release side of faith is important because beliefs have to be formed. Come with me over here. Go to Mark chapter 4. Let's just look at Mark chapter 4. We'll make some quick work here. Mark chapter 4 is 14 says, The sower sows the word. These are they by the wayside. My God in heaven. These are they by the wayside where the word is sown. Now just write this down. Now some of you have seen this stuff, but you got to understand this stuff. These are they by the wayside. These are talking about people. Everybody say, Sower sows the word. Just say that. Sower sows the word. It's talking about the word of God. Talk about the word of God when you hear it. Jesus is saying, I'm sowing it, you're hearing it. What you're doing with the hearing is the most important thing you can do. He said, look what he says. And these are they by the wayside where the word of God is sown. But what? When they've heard it, Satan comes with immediately. And what? Take it away the word that was sown in their hearts. Stop right there. Wait a minute. So the minute you hear, you all know this, the word of God gets sown in your heart where it can produce fruit. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Where's the word? It's in your heart and in your mouth. Romans 10, 18. You want to see it? Go there. We're going to pop back and forth. Just write this down. Just write them down. Romans 10, 18 says what? Come on. You know what I'm saying? We're going to look at all this stuff. We'll look at Romans chapter 10. We'll go in there. We'll look at all this stuff. Praise be to God. You guys all right? You okay? 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip ahead because, you know, Roman, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Romans 10, 10, then I'll go all the way down. You'll, you'll get it. It's up there. Um, it's just for, for what the heart man believe it on the righteousness. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. How's faith come? By hearing. We're going to go there. Look, I'm just jumping ahead a little bit. You can say Romans 10, 10. It says what? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So every time you hear, faith comes. Yeah, but I got news for you. Just because it comes doesn't mean it does anything. You've been hearing for a decade. If you don't agree with what you hear, faith goes. You've been hearing this stuff, but you got to get this stuff because people think, here's the problem. The misconception of faith is this. It grows. I hate that terminology. Hate it. Because people think they got to be recipients of constant hearing to develop a measure of faith when Jesus said, you don't really need the measure of faith. You got the, you got the measure of faith you need from him. So you're waiting with this lethargic position of being a constant hearer, but never an acceptor of what you hear. So it doesn't make you mobile. It makes you immobile, which I don't like. And then you've got to ask yourself the question, well, how much hearing do I got to do before I go for something? I'm going to say it like this. The value of your faith is never, this is so good. Write this down. The value of your faith is never based on the measure of how much you hear. It's measured on the release of faith after you've heard. What do I mean by that? The agreement you have after faith has been released is more important than the volume of hearing you did before you released it. Because once it's released, now it's in jeopardy of being lost if it's forfeited. A seed in the ground once it's in the ground, the most dangerous thing you could do is pull it up too early before ever harvest. That's what he said. First the blade, then the ear, then the full kernel in the ear. It's a progressional stage. If you try to put a demand on what has not been fully developed, you cannot pull the fruit thereof. So the problem isn't in the hearing to get the faith. The problem is this. You heard it and you got it, but you're too premature. In One of the words about seed, it's like sperm. That's one of the definitions in the Greek. It's like a sperm. Well, an embryo that's pulled too early isn't fully developed. A seed that's pulled too early, you can't put a demand. Come on, somebody. You can't put a demand on that seed until the tree shows up. So you're planting. So the process is not in the, did, oh, how much hearing did you do? Who cares? The minute you heard, faith came. You see this? So the other thing makes you immobile. Well, how much hearing do I got to do before I do something? You know exactly what I'm saying. Well, brother, keep on hearing. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, and hearing 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 and hearing. You've been hearing for 30 years. How much hearing you got to do before you do something? You've been hearing and hearing and hearing. No more hearing. Now we got to have releasing. That's what it's trying to get you to see. But why don't you release? Because you don't understand. Look at this, this is very, very important. Look at Romans 10. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Man, 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 man believes in the heart. Come on. You understand know this? Man believes in the heart. Faith is formed in the heart. Faith formed in the heart needs to write this down. Faith formed in the heart needs to be released with the mouth. What good are beliefs formed in the heart without release? They can't do nothing. You got that? You understand this stuff? So here's the thing. You got to have truth revealed. Don't be a rejecter. That's what Hosea 4.6 says. Look at Hosea 4.6. The reason why they, you know, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, you know why? They're rejectors. He said it in Hosea 4 and 6. He said, you rejected the truth. And my people are destroyed. Y'all read this, right? All my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Why? Tells you right here. Because that was rejected knowledge. Knowledge came, you never, they don't read the other part. Everybody heard that before. My people perish because why? Lack of knowledge. Yeah, why they got no knowledge? Because they reject the truth they hear. You can't be a rejecter. Because this is what you do. You start getting into reason. Write this down. Rejection is because of reasoning. 
Where there is no reasoning, there is no rejection. See that? So don't reject what you hear. And the reason why you reject what you hear is you get in a reason to try to figure out how he's going to do it. You all saying that? Well, where is it going to come from? Don't worry about where it's going to come from. It's going to come from a different planet is where it's going to come from. It's going to come from faith, faith world. The world of faith. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Are you here? You just thinking? Revelation makes you think. You see what I'm saying, though? You see it? We're going, I know some of you are like, well, you know, it's not on me. It is on you. Don't listen to all this stuff because, yeah, I know. I know. Grace provided it, but faith receives it. Everybody know this whole book. This whole book's yours. This whole book's yours. But you ain't getting none of it without faith. Grace provided all of it, but you better have some faith to go get it. And now faith isn't based on like a volume of faith. That's the problem with faith. They made it a volume thing. They made it a big volume. Oh, my God, in heaven, you got to have giant faith. The Roman centurion had no faith, buddy. He just believed. Don't put the pressure on the size of your faith. That's what he's trying to get you to see with that Luke 17. If you had grain of mustard seed faith, he wasn't trying to tell you the size of the seed. He was trying to tell you if you had great, stop right here. If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, pause. You would say, gotcha. Come on, guys. You working now. You working now, baby. If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, stop. Do you have mustard seed faith? We have mustard seed ministry. Do you know anything about a mustard seed? People show up with a little mustard seed. Looks like a little speck. Looks like a piece of dandruff. Stop with the seed, will you, for crying out loud and hear me. If you had mustard seed faith, pause, period, slash, stop right there. What would you do if you had faith that that? You'd say. Faith says. Faith says. See it? So now here's what it says. I got faith. You show me your mouth, I'll show you your faith. Yeah, I'll see if you got faith. Faith comes out of your mouth because it's in your heart. It's formed in your heart and spoken out of your mouth. You got to do three times the saying. Remember I told you last night? Remember I told you last night? Brother Hagen, I listened to the transcript. They read the transcript. We were in school. They read the transcript. They read the transcript out loud. I listened the whole thing. Guy had it. Rochester, New York. I was like, all right, praise God. What did Brother Hagen do? He said, I never said this before. You watched last night? Okay, last night, he said this. He said, I never said this before. He said, I told the lady, the little boy showed up with little club feet. He said, I went to go lay hands on the little boy, had the club feet as I laid my hands upon him. He said, I prayed for the lady over there, had blind eyes. I didn't feel nothing praying for the lady with blind eyes. He said, I prayed for that little boy with club feet. He said, I felt the power of God leave my body going that little boy's feet. He said, the power of God went in the body. He said, I told that mother. He said, I never said this before. Never said this before. What'd you say? Keep the switch of faith turned on. He said, I never said that terminology before. Keep the switch of faith turned on. Like a light switch. He said, I never said it before. And he said, I, then he said, I said these words. Every time you think of it, say. You better write that down. That's the rubber meat in the road. Every time you think of sick, you better say what faith says. You better pull that in. My, that right there is a billion-dollar miracle. Every time you think crazy thoughts, say what sane thoughts of faith say. You better get you. I don't like the work. It ain't going to go away unless you put the work in. So most people you know live tormented. Wake up. You think they're free? You think 90% of the Christians you know are free? Get out of here. They're bound. They ain't telling the devil jack. The devil's puppeting them around like, like little puppets, and he's got them messed up. You know when you got power, he, the devil crosses the street when he sees you coming. That's what I'm talking about. Now saying, I don't want you living in this mess, but let me tell you what's waiting for you tomorrow. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Your insecurities, you're not this, you're not that. Shut all that off and live free so you can be happy in your own skin. Every time you think of it, say, it got me, man. I said, that's what it is. Because every time you think of it, you got to say. Every time you think of it, you got to say. So every time you get a crazy thought in your head, you know what you got to say? Something sane that faith says. 
Come on, man. Every time you get that thought of, oh, my God, what's the doctor? I got to say what faith says. Every time I think, what about this jacked up marriage? I got to say what faith says. Every time, every time, every time you think, every time, every time. He said, this, he said, every time you think of it, say, thank God that the healing power is at work in this kid's body, working a healing and a cure. You know what he said? He said they did that. They went home. He said the mom was the hardest thing in the world. You know the story? He said it was the hardest thing in the world for the mom. She would go see the little baby's feet bent, and she would pray, and she would get scared scared and nervous. But every time she thought of it, said, months later, whatever it was, he was in another place. He took a road trip. said, Brother Higgins, there's a lady here to see you. He said, the minute he seen her, said, I knew who she was. She said, I knew who she was. She was, she was the mom of the little boy with the club feet. The mom came in. She testified. She brought the baby. She said, they want to testify. Brother said, testify. She said, for three days, we didn't see nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. Not a thing. Went on. But every time we thought of it, we said, brought that little kid, feet straight as an arrow. Woke up the next morning, and boom, everything was right. Every time, but here's this one, every time you think of it, huh, funny how if you got faith, you'll say, what you been saying? The word of faith which we preach. What you been saying? It ain't easy, but you got to discipline yourself to be a sayer. Sayer. It's important. Because look what happens. Let's go over here. You all right with this? Now you got to get a checkup on your saying. Have you checked up your saying? See, we're great at rejecting knowledge, but we got to get great at accepting truth. You better get this, because watch what he said here. This is what he told you. Things, things hoped for, are the things that are freely given. My God in heaven, you better pull that in. Do you understand Romans 10, 17? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So what you start doing is this. The greatest, you ever hear this? The greatest place you develop faith is when you speak the word of God. Because when you speak the word of God, you then program your heart on how to respond. Your words of your mouth start programming. See, you got to get something here. When the immediately faith was heard, where did it go? It went in the heart of man. Remember Mark chapter 4? And immediately Satan stole what was sown in their heart. So every time you hear the word of God, it doesn't go in your head. It doesn't go in your head. The word of God sown in your heart where it could grow and develop. Guess what happens? Your head comes in and overrides what you've been hearing in your heart. So you got to say, well, you know, you renew your mind. That's what James said. The engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Your soul pushes against the things of the spirit because it does not want to receive, sometimes for lack of knowledge, what God said. It's, it cannot comprehend, so it rejects instead of accepts what God said. Why is it rejecting? Because it doesn't see the image thereof. That's James chapter 1. James chapter 1 said, he who looks in the law of the Lord, he looks in the law of this book, and doesn't forget what manner of man he is, but he looks into the mirror of the word of God. It shows him the reflection of the spirit man. The reflection of the spirit man is the real you. But what manner of man, he shuts the book, he forgets what manner of man he is, and he goes acting like natural man. He said, that guy's self-deceived. You want to see? Look at this. Come on. Come over here to James 1. You all right? You want the notes, don't you? You better go back and read this stuff. Praise God, I, I haven't read my notes in six months. You better get in there and read these. Go to James, go, go James chapter 1, you all right? We'll go to like James one twenty one. He said, lose all that superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Right? You ever see this? But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Did you ever read this? Look right here. But be ye do well, Go to verse 121. You're doing great. Thanks so much. It's Angelique, right? Thank you. Wherefore, lay apart... I think you can't see in here. Yeah, it is. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and all this nonsense of naughtiness. Now, stop. Everybody say, look at this right here. See it? Receive with meekness the engrafted word. Now, you better get this now. Receive with what? Meek. What's that mean? Humbly yield. You can't resist. Let me tell you, you get prideful with the word of God, you ain't getting nothing. You understand what I mean? Meek means what? Moses was meek. You know what that means? He was humble. He didn't elevate humility just means you do not elevate your opinion above the word of God. That's all it is. God said it. That's good enough for me. You ain't got to worry about how, when, what. Lose all that. 
Receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to do what? Why? You got to renew your soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotions ain't down with this. Because that's where all the questions and all the reason arise. Your spirit's down with all of it. Your head's like, how, when, what, why, where, sense. Every sense. Your, your soul will make no sense. You got to train your soul. Got that? Now watch this. This is good. But the engrafted word, what's engrafted mean? Has the potential within it to produce of itself. That's the law of Genesis. In the seed is the herb bearing seed, which produces of its kind. My God, this stuff's good. You get that? I'm going to mess y'all up. I'm going to get a little lit right now. Watch. I'm going to tell you how this works. If you listen to me, you're going to do it. Let me go slow so you get it. Receive with meekness. You feel that? Receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Do you understand this? Receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your what? So the word of God has the potential and the power within it to produce of itself. I'm going to say it again. You're getting it. Where's the power? It's in the word. See, watch this. Man, I'm going to tell you what. When you get this stuff tonight, see, if you keep pulling on me, you're going to get all of it. Pull on me on the, pull on me from wherever you're watching. It'll come out of me. Faith is in the promises of God. Write that down. People don't talk like this no more. Write this down. Faith is in the promises of God. And within the promise is always the faith you need to produce what that promise said it could produce. Okay? So where's faith? Faith is in the promise. Now, the whole Bible is alive and living, but there's faith in the promises to produce the promises. It's in there. It's in the container of the word of God. Remember last night? Light be. Light wasn't nowhere but in God. When God said light, light was, he put word, he took light, put it in a word, wrapped it up, and threw it in the atmosphere. And spoke it out of himself. And he made you in the same image and likeness. See, once you get brainwashed to your mouth, you're going to be done. Because you won't talk stupid no more. Not, I don't say that in a disrespectful way. You ain't going to talk no unbelief. You ain't going to talk no foolish. You, you, know, you ever been around people with power? You don't talk stupid around them. You know what I'm saying? You talk proper. You don't go in court and start talking to a judge like a jerk. You get in trouble, right? You can't go, yo, bro, don't bang the gavel. You're out. No, you got to be respectful. You understand? You got to properly protocol life. So you ain't going to say nothing around God. So now pull this in. You're learning. So in the word, in the promise, is the potential to produce the promise. The potential is in the word. That's why the Bible is yes and amen. You can have all of it. So when you see the word, so when he said healing, healing is in the word. By his stripes you were healed. Where's the faith for the healed? In the word, in the promise. When you take faith and put it in the promise, the faith that's in the promise gets in your heart. When it gets in your heart, you put it in your mouth, and when you speak it with your mouth, you create it in your atmosphere. Because everything you see is Temporal, subject to change. It just might take a little time. We're taking new faith material to change the material which we see. That's what he's trying to tell you. Now watch James 1.21. Keep going. Watch this. He said, receive with meekness the engrafted word. What's engrafted mean? The law of Genesis. Within the word of God, it has the potential to bear the fruit thereof. What's in an apple seed? Apples. What's in the seed? The potential to produce of itself. Husband and wife get together, they put a seed to produce a baby. Produces of itself. Fruit produces of itself. You see this? You got the potential. That word has the potential. That word will graft to your heart and put, my God in heaven. That word will get, my God in heaven. Did you hear what I just said? The word will get in your ear. If you let that word in your ear get in your heart, it'll produce in your heart what you need. It's the garden of God. Your heart is the garden of God. You didn't know that? It's in your heart. Well, how do I get my heart to change? And be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Seed. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, divided asunder. Hebrews 4. Divided asunder the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow, the thoughts and the intents. It's quick and powerful. My God in heaven, look what he said here. 
which engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. The word has the power to graft you to brand new DNA. My God in heaven, you can hear me. The word of God has the power to engraft you to spiritual DNA. Did you get that? You know what I mean by that? You broke right now. You put some money seeds in you. You'll change your DNA. You sick right now. You put some spirit. Come on, somebody. You need some hope. You go get some seed. You know what Hebrews 11.1 1 says? Don't go there. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. How you get a good report? Well, words. And the world was framed. It's a blueprint for success. It's called the Bible. You know what I'm saying? The word of power has potential. Look at this, James 121. You got to get this because we got to go in a little bit, right? And receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. How do I change my mind? With the word of God. How do you change your will? With the word of God. How do you change your emotions? With the word of God. How do you change your life? With the word of God. Look what it says. Look what it says. Next verse. Watch this. You're going to love this. Watch this. But be ye doers of the word. Well, how do you become a doer? Look what it said, look what it said, look what it said. Don't be a hearer only. Look at that says right here. Watch it. But be ye doers of the, and not what only? Here. So here, hearing's only one part. Stop, stop, wait a minute, wait a minute, so go slow. What do you mean hearing? How in the world can you say, don't be, uh, but don't, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self? That don't make no sense. Sit on that for a minute. We're going to read it. What do you mean? So if I'm a hearer only and I'm not a doer, I'm self-deceived? That's what it says. Yeah, you can't read it any other way. You read, what's it say in the Greek? Same thing it says right there. Be doers of the word because if you don't do, come on now, you see this? Now I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to mess some people up. You're going to get this at home. But be doers of the word and not what? Deceiving your own self. He said, the people that just hear and don't do, they're self-deceived. Well, where in the world did that happen? I heard it, but I didn't do it. Watch this. Watch 28. Watch now. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer. Now, watch this now. How are you going to do the word? What am I supposed to do? Just run at it? You're going to get this now. Look at this. Watch this. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, we got not a doer. So I'm a hearer, but not a doer. Well, what's the doing? What's the doing? What's the doing? We're not there yet. Wait. You see it? You're doing good. See it? You ain't getting me. Half of you ain't understanding me. Go slow. He said, if you hear it, but you don't do it, you're self-deceived. Well, what in the world am I supposed to be doing? Come on. Look what he said. Unto... But he is like a man. He looks in the mirror of the word. He talked about the glass. The mirror is the Bible. Go. Watch this. That's your giving the next verse. Next verse. For he beholds himself, goes away, straightway, forgets what manner he man he was. He looked at the book, image. See, now let me tell you something about image. People don't realize this. You are, you listen to me. The image of God inside of you will polarize you to a place of, um, of understanding. Because you got to see yourself before ever you be yourself. Because you ain't you yet. You got a wrong image of you. Your image is jacked up of you right now probably. But you're going to fix it with new pictures. That devil, see, the devil ain't stupid. The devil's smart. He knows that whatever, your human spirit is a light. And whatever picture you put in front of that human spirit is the image you will create on the inside of you. And therefore, you will speak out of the image of how you see yourself. You will not connect yourself to your image of Christ in you unless you choose to. You will speak negative about yourself. You will think negative about yourself. You will believe negative about yourself. You will be a negative mess unless you choose to pick the word of God up because by default, your fallen nature will gravitate or polarize to the man that was fallen. But if I can ever teach you who you are in Christ and you start gravitating to this new man, it'll create the better image on the inside and you will not speak out of the old man nature. Even though it ain't there no more. It's just an unrenewed mind. You're not allowed to call yourself the stuff you call yourself because you don't know enough about you yet. When you call yourself sick, you don't even know who you are. When you call yourself broke, you're deceived. 
When you call yourself not enough, you don't even know nothing about you. You got to start talking to that new man place. That's what he's saying. He said, this guy don't know what he's doing. He forget what man or man he was. Watch this. Watch this. Where's that law of liberty? The Bible. Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer. Or, here we go again. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm supposed to be doing. Not a hearer, but a doer. Not a hearer, but a doer. Not a hearer, but a doer. What am I supposed to be doing? If I'm a man of faith, if you're, what am I supposed to be doing? Not doer of those words. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. I'm going to be blessed in my deeds. Obviously, it's got to be God's blessing. It's coming from the word of God. Hello? Who wants to be blessed in his deed? Uh, blessed in his deed. Blessed in his deed. Great. Keep going. If any among you seem to be religious, here we go. If any of you seem like you got your spiritual act together, if any of you seem to be like a Christian, if any of you seem like you should be a good small group leader, if any of you seem like you should be saved, if any of you, and bridleth not his tongue. Oh, there we go. The work is words. Write it down. The work is words. That's what it is. Work the word. Work the word. Work the word. Words created. Look at this. But deceiveth his own heart. But why? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. This man seems to be religious, but he bridles not his tongue, but deceives his own heart. Now, wait a minute. Where's faith? And where else? It's in your heart and in your mouth. It's two places. Faith is two places. It's in your heart and in your mouth. So if you start getting your mouth to say something different than what your heart's believing, you're jacking yourself up. We don't even need the devil. You're self-deceived. Look what it says. And bridle not his tongue. If any among you seem to be spiritual, but you can't keep your pie hole shut, and you keep saying all this negative junk, I love you. This, you know what I'm saying? I love you. I'm being nice. I'm being kind of cool. Kind of little New Jersey right now. It happens once in a while. Okay? Right? You got to keep your pie hole closed. Keep your pie hole closed. Close your pie hole. Be quiet. Nothing ever works out good for me, and it won't. You know what I mean? Some of you got to get like, you know, be quiet. Stop. Don't say nothing. You know, silence is, silence is painful sometimes. Because you want to say something so bad, don't say nothing, though. Come on, you almost with me? Look what's that? But deceives his own heart. Wait a minute. How do you deceive your heart? With the words of your mouth? Oh, wait a minute. So the beliefs, beliefs are two places. Because faith is two places. It's in your mouth and in your heart. What happens if your heart says something different? With your mouth? Your heart don't know who you are. Now you're self-deceived. Because I got news for you. Remember James said this? He who could bridle his, bridle his tongue could steer his whole body. That's James chapter 3. He said, you know which way a horse goes? Wherever the bridle goes. You know where the ship goes? Wherever the rudder goes. He said, your body's like that. Your body goes where your mouth puts it. Did you know that's the law? If you can keep talking it, you can get there. See, the problem is with the church. Now, listen to me. Zoom in. Get this. Just look at me. The problem with the church is you ain't speaking enough. You ain't talking enough. You're supposed to talk to everything. See, there's the thing, because we don't understand. We think it's stupid. We think it's stupid. Well, who in the world are you talking to? God who called those things that be not as though they were. You got to call it from another dimension. But the substance that you call from another dimension will change the dimension we live in. Because this dimension we live in right here... Is, is right here, the substance and the material in this dimension has to bow its knee to the substance and material of faith. So temporal situations have to change. People don't put enough effort into this because they get tired. I did it for two days. Two days? Give me a break. Two days? What are you kidding me? Two days? You're, the more you get the, now watch this. You want to know what, now watch this now. I know I pick on, I know I pick on the measure, but this is where I do feel a measure works. Faithfulness. That's where it works. Your faithfulness. Because I got it. I got it. That's what, that's what, let me explain to you. John 15 is all about God trusting you, not you trusting God. I am the vine, you the branch. Unless you abide in me, you can forget it. You ain't getting jacked. But if you can abide in me, you can ask me whatever it is you will, and I'll do it. God wants to see you be faithful and do what you're supposed to do, and then he'll tap in, you'll tap into the life source of God, and you'll start speaking something. You're going to get better at this. You know why you're going to get better at this? I'll tell you why. It's Mark chapter 4. Because here's the problem with people. 
Now, let me show you now. Look at me. Get this. I'm going to try to close this out. You better stop lying. Okay? Now, look at me. Okay? I love you. I'm going to tell you the truth. You better shut your mouth with this lying business because you're self-deceived. Don't say nothing. I don't, if it looks gray outside, say it might be gray, but it definitely ain't sunny. Let me tell you why. I'm walking, into, I'm walking into Miracle Center a decade ago. I don't even know how long it goes. I was teaching Mark chapter 4. First series I ever taught was Mark chapter 4. I was walking in the day. I taught it then thereafter. I'm walking up the hall, right? I get up the hallway, and I pause, and all of a sudden I go like this. I'm telling these people about how powerful confession is. Right, I'm, pr I'm preaching Matthew. Let's treat, I told you last night, talking trees. That was funny, though, in a magic forest. Is that even a show? Is that a book? I'm really serious. Is magic forest a book? I don't know. Could be. Lauren says no. She's my official editor. You ever seen a talking tree? Some of you people smoke too much dope. I said, you ever seen a talking tree? No, there's no trees that talk. He's not talking about talking trees. He's talking about people. Let's the tree be good or the fruit be good because the tree is known by its fruit. He said this. He said, and by, now you better get this. And by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you'll be condemned. So I started taking, talk, talking about the law of confession. I got a series on it, law of confession, law of confession, you know, faith-filled words. Whatever you say, God's a law. You're going to be, every word, there's no idle words with God, no unemployed words. Every word that comes out of your mouth, you're going to be judged for, good or bad. I'm telling you, kids, you need to learn this right now. Young people need to learn this. Every, I'm kidding. Ain't no kidding in the kingdom. Everything you say, there ain't no kidding. I'm serious now. The devil will use your words against you, keep you bound. God will keep you blessed. Okay, so now that that intensity is over, I'm walking up the aisle. I swear to you, I could hear the room talk to me in my head. These people are hearing me talk what I just said to you. Mark chapter 4, your words are so powerful. Everything you say, did it, did it, And I knew what they were thinking. I could hear them. I'm telling you, I could hear them. They're thinking, well, if my words are so powerful, why ain't they working? And I heard God in my spirit say this. You want to know why? They don't value what they speak. I said, what do you mean by that? Wait, I said, I got to track it because I'm running like two, I'm running like three services when I'm in here. You, I hear you. That's why when I get around you, I can hear you. I can hear your head. That's why I'm better on the platform because when I get up here, I'm better on TV, tape, sometimes than I'm in person because I get more bunny trails in person because I pick up the atmosphere in the room all the time. All the time. It's almost confusing if you're not careful. In some atmospheres, Lauren's been with me in places, the atmosphere was so wild that I get, I just, I just, and I go over. But in here, it's a little bit because it's home. It's like home course. But if you send me on the road and the atmosphere starts moving, I'll just go all over. It's like, it's like, it's like everything's moving and you got to go find it. So you pull me by your hunger. So this is what happens. So I'm walking down the aisle and I get this. Now I'm still on my point, so stay with me. All right? And God goes, they don't value what they say. That's why they don't value. They don't value what they hear. I said, whoa, 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 stop. Now, I'm going to give it to you because I got it now. They don't value what they hear. That's why they don't value what they speak. And that's why the words have no power. I said, you got to be kidding me. So I stopped. Uh, write this down. Until you value what you hear, you're not going to value what you say. Yeah, that's really good. That's the reason why we talk like we don't really value what God said. Because if we really value what God say, we would never say anything different than what God spoke. You got more value in some stupid stuff than we do the word of God. Because if God said, if you really valued what God said, you would never say nothing different than what God said about a matter. So really what it is is this. If I tell Chris, Chris, get up tomorrow, go here, go do this. And go get it done and come back here by 11 o'clock. If he values my voice, that joker going to get up. If you got to take all day off of work, go do what I told him to do and be back here by 11 o'clock if he really values me. Right? I'm not, that's hypothetical. You know, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like the guy's got work. He says he's got a job. I'm going to tell him to go to work. But if I say, Chris, if he values what I say, he's going to do what I told him. If he's like, oh, that's Pastor Chris. What did he know? He don't know Jack. I'll get there when I get there. Honor value come on right so god said you're healed you walk around i'm so sick you don't value what he said you wouldn't say nothing different than what god said if you value what he said that's what he's saying you deceive your own self you don't even need the devil you talk yourself out of it 
You see it? He said, that's the problem with people. You know what? And you walk around lying. Stop lying. Somebody did something the other day. I said, oh, I'll tell the truth. You tell the truth. I said, man, you're better off telling the truth than getting in trouble than you are lying. It's true. Because if you don't value the words that come out of your mouth, why should God? Well, you know, 50% of what I say is true, so you run in 50-50 with God because you're like, well, 50% of what I say to come to pass, so 50, I believe 50% of what I say, so I believe 50% of what God does. Now we don't know what God can do. What's your life going to look like when all you say is what you believe based on the word of God? Well, Pastor Chris, I do not want that kind of responsibility. Well, then you ain't going to walk in that kind of power. And what, you have a jacked up marriage. You'd be lying to one another. That's a problem with marriage. People in relationship, y'all screwed up because y'all lie to one another. Now, I lie a little bit with Pastor Liz. If she's wearing something ugly, I'll tell you, yeah, you look good, babe. Remember that. Put that in the archive. It's okay. God's cool with that. You need to lighten up. I don't lie. You know what I usually tell? The other day she put something on and I said, that's kind of nice, but what about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't lie to one people. Don't stop. I'm telling you, people in relationship, don't lie. You shouldn't lie. You break trust. You break trust with one another. What do you think you're doing with God when you when you lying with God? Stop this. Speak the truth. Because watch this. Let me show you something. You want this? You know who produces the power? You do. Because God's word is super powerful, supercharged. But here's the problem. The release of belief is based on you, not God. Everything God said is true. How much stock do you put in it? I got you. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. Some receive 30, some receive 60, some receive 100 full. Who's that based on? Not God, you. How much value you put on what you speak? When you like God, when you get that, God said it. They told me, what you going to do? Pastor, if I drop dead, I said, I'll throw you against the wall and throw you against the wall and throw you against the wall until life comes back in you. What do I care? They told Oral Roberts, what do you do if you prayed and they died? I said, keep praying for the line. That's what you do. Circumstances not change the word of God. The word of God changes circumstances. See what I'm saying? Mark chapter 4, man. The value of your voice, the value of your mouth. Look at this right here. Where were we right there? Let's just pull that in, that last part, because you got to see this. And then we're done. Watch this. But deceives his own heart. This man's religion is vain. How do you deceive your own heart? Wrong words coming out your mouth. My God in heaven. Did you pull that in tonight? You get that? If you had faith, you'd say. Look at this one right here. I'm going to let you go. 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4. We're done. 2 Peter 1, 3, 1, 4. Because faith is based upon the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How in the world are you looking for faith in the natural realm when God told you don't even bo- it's not even born there? Hey, can I ask you a question? You guys go looking, you guys go looking for fish and trees? You guys go looking for fish? You like fish? You like swimming fish, like goldfish and fish tank fish? You like you go looking for them in the woods? You go in trees looking for fish? Do you do you? Then you go, then you go, look at this beautiful fish tank up here in the middle of the tree. No, it ain't no tree fish. Some of you are still stuck on trees for crying out loud. You better catch up. You see what I'm saying? You don't go looking for fish. Fish live in the water. Why are you looking for faith? Why are you looking for faith in the seen realm when he told you faith is in birth in the seen realm? It's birth in the unseen realm. So you're looking in the seen realm to tell me whether faith works. He didn't tell you that's where it is. When faith shows up in the seen realm, it's finished. Did you get that? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not. It's not seen. And when it's seen, it's finished. Like that? Well, I don't know if my faith's working. That's why you can't go look into it to tell me whether you got it or not. You got to believe you got it and then keep weaving it in the right dimension. This is the biggest problem people got to. I, I got it. You ain't got Jack. Be quiet. I'm telling you, watch this. You got to keep the terminology right. Because I'm going to tell you why. I'm a stickler on this one too. This is a big one. It's in the book, but you need to hear this tonight and then I'm going to let you go. That's why I'm flowing from it. I got it. Well, you got to give it to me. 
So if you're believing God for a hundred grand right now, just say, I'm believing God for a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to spend my business, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, Chris believing God for a hundred grand. Okay, and Chris goes, I got it. Well, then good, give me 50 grand. No, he ain't got it. Because if he had it, he'd have the cash in his hand. That's where you get the tenses messed up with faith. That's the problem. If you got it, well, we got it. Well, yeah, okay, we got it. Let's go slow with the terminology. Let's leave the terminology where it needs to be. I believed I received when I prayed. I thank you. I believed I received when I prayed. The minute that hundred grand hits his hand, now we got it. The minute the tumor leaves your body, now we got it. The minute the doctor report says, I don't know where it was, it ain't here, no, now we got it. Keep the pressure tense in the right place. I believed I received when I prayed. And then keep thanking God. Just keep thanking God. Just keep thanking God. And then what do I do when I got it? I got it. I did it with this property. Every time I made the turn, the kids will tell you it was a clockwork. I believed I received when I prayed. I told God every day, every time we turned the corner, I believed I received when I prayed. I believed I received when I prayed. Turn the corner. You had to make that weird turn if you're coming up from the other way and go back around. I believe I received. The kids started saying, Daddy, you're getting greedy. I said, I'm going to take the whole block. I believe I received when I prayed. I believe I received when I prayed. I believe I received when I... I believe I received when I prayed. Thank you, Lord. I believed I received when I prayed. I never forget they brought the key over, Junior, said, now we got it. I believed I received when I prayed, but now we got it. Then I went on to the next project. I keep open browsers of projects running at all two seasons. Keep it working, baby. Keep it working. I believed I received when I prayed. I just wanted to let you know. I used to remind God, God, I know you remember what I said. See what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you right now, the problem with most of you is you don't believe half the stuff that comes out of your mouth, so why should God? Come on, we're done. But it's true. You value what you speak if you value what you hear, but you value what you hear, you'll value what you speak. See it? It's your mouth. It's your mouth. If you had faith as a sycamine tree, mustard seed, you'd say to that sycamine tree, be thou removed. Here, you want to see it? Whosoever shall say unto that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says, he shall have whatsoever he says. He says, he says, he says, he says. You need to be, you need to be talking, you need to be walking, talking, speaking. The only reason why God gave you the spirit nature he gave you is because, just write this and go home. Dominion can only be enforced through words. That's why God made you a speaking spirit, so you can enforce your dominion. See it? Without words, no one has dominion. Did you get it? Did you pull it in? Is that good? Now you got to work on it now. You got to go, all right, I got to check my mouth. Because let me tell you, we can't see what's in your heart until we hear what's coming out of your mouth. You'll get that in a ride home. Where's faith? Say it, Chris. It's where? It's in my mouth, it's in my heart. What does the abundance of the heart do? So where's the only place we can really locate your faith? Your mouth. Because I can't see what's in your heart, but I can hear what's coming out of your mouth to tell me what's in your heart. So the only locator for you and me really is words. They put you over, they put you under. We're so broke. Shh. It's changeable. Remember that scripture? We'll start there tomorrow. New substance. We'll go there tomorrow. Second Peter, we'll, we'll fix it, all right? Stand up on your feet. You did great. That's a lot of work tonight. You did good. I'm proud of you. That's why you come to this. Now, now let me tell you, don't be like church people going, I don't know what it is. No, 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 no. Meditate on it. Get up tomorrow morning. Go over it. Build your faith. Stretch your faith. Stretch your faith. Come back here tomorrow again some more. Stretch your faith. Stretch your faith. And then what? What are you going to do when you leave here? I'm going to watch my words. You know what I'm saying? Catch my words. Make sure I say the right stuff. Just lift your hands to heaven and say this out loud. Say, Jesus, if you're watching online, I really believe it. I'm telling you, man, people's lives are going to get changed. Hallelujah. People's lives are going to get changed. The glory to God is flowing here. Praise the Lord. There's people are watching online. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going to see who's watching. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm watching, I'm watching me pray for you. Glory to God. We're going to pray for these people here watching too. They're watching. You're here. Say this with me out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for faith. I have faith. I received 
I believe. My faith is making a way for me to supernaturally abound in every area of my life. Right now, I believe I receive everything that faith has provided for me. Now, I want you to say this. Now, I want you to mean this. I want you to think about what I say, and then I want you to receive it. I have faith. I've always had faith. And I'm never going to abandon my faith again. When I say it, I'm going to believe it. And when I believe, I'm going to see. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me obtain everything faith has provided for me. I believe and I receive. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. Listen, you guys got to go back. You sit in that. You grow. You did great. Okay? Now, when you go home, you meditate on this stuff. You come back tomorrow, we'll give you more. This is what you do. Now, this is where you stretch. Now, watch what's going to happen when you leave this building. You're going to stretch your faith. You ain't going to be the same person come tomorrow morning, and by Saturday, by Sunday, you're going to be a new person. I promise you are. Don't let go of it. There ain't no way to get around it. You got to grow through it. Everybody had to do it. I got to do it too. I won't even say nothing, man. I won't say it. I, I, I ain't going to let it out of my mouth. Don't you let it out of your mouth either. You'll get better at it. You'll learn it. It's called practicing. You have to practice. Does that make sense? You practice the presence of God. That's how you do it. You're practicing. You say, I mean, some things. All right, I ain't going to say that no more. Okay? You got it? God bless you. I love you. Oh, Dennis is in the back. If you got a bucket, go see the bucket. Hallelujah. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.